What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Strange Familiars. How are you doing tonight, Chad? I'm doing excellent, Tim. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You're doing well. See, we confuse everybody. Usually I say, how are you doing tonight, Allison? But you are in the chair. <laughs> Allison is not. I am in the chair. Well, you're here because we have some on-site stuff to discuss. Yes. Which we will do coming up. Before we get to that, I want to thank our patrons. Thank you so much, patrons. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your help in making Strange Familiars. We could not make the show without you. If you like what we do and you'd like to get extra content, you can become a patron at Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. You can also sign up via Apple Podcasts now. I haven't added patron shows there in a little bit. I've been very busy. I will continue to add patron shows. There's over a year's worth now, though. Plus, any new ones will go right to Apple Podcasts as they do to Patreon. Thank you for your support, wherever you're doing it. Again, it's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. All right. Site 7 and then this Bigfoot investigation that turned into maybe something else. What do you want to talk about first? Well, let's do the Site 7, because that was first. All right. In chronological order. Yeah. We have a bunch of new listeners, and I should probably explain Site 7, because we just talk about it like everybody knows what it is. 
I think every now and then we should sort of reintroduce it because I know we've gotten a lot of new listeners since the last. Bring everybody up to speed. Yeah. On the mythology of strange familiars. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I know some people start randomly. They'll start in the middle or they'll listen to the latest episodes or they'll go back to the beginning. So a lot of times people haven't heard these Site 7 episodes. Site 7 was a place I learned about when I asked a local fellow. He was he's around my age, and he's from the other side of the river. He's from Columbia. I was trying to get information on Toad Road because I'd written Beyond the Seventh Gate, and I was still collecting, and I still do collect any stories about Toad Road I can get. And I asked him if he ever went to Toad Road when he was young. He said, no, we didn't go there. We went to this other place. And he told me, started telling me these stories about this place, multiple stories. The ones that stuck out in my head were, he said that we would park there and we would get rocks thrown at us from the woods by hobos, I believe he said. (laughs) And I said, hobo? What are you talking about, hobos? He's like, yeah, they lived in the woods. They'd throw rocks at us. And I said, did you ever see these hobos? Well, no, I never saw them. And I went, okay, all right, something, there could be something else going on here. He told me about a family of people with albinism that would chase you if you parked there or if you were hanging out there or whatever. Now, the thing about that is that would probably be in the papers that there was a, a family with albinism living there. Yeah, that's a relatively rare condition. Yeah. Especially, Especially a whole family. Exactly. I looked it up. I didn't find anything. Uh, the closest I found, I think, was like there was a family that I think most of their kids had albinism in Harrisburg, you know, back in the day. But nothing like that. But what you do find if you look up these stories, especially these stories about abandoned roads. Now, this was or is an abandoned road. There was a road that went through this area. It's now closed. It's private property. That's why we gave it the code name Site 7. We can't, just, we can't tell people to go there cause it's, or even tell people where it is because they'll show up as private property. Also, there's a feature about it that if you don't know what you're doing and you go in there in the wrong frame of mind or just in a not careful state, you're going to get hurt. There's something about it that can be very, very dangerous. Just one of the geographical features of the area. But in any case, it, there was a road that ran through there. And it's a closed road. And often you find these stories, these these uh, urban legends of people with albinism that chase people on these abandoned roads. So this is something you'll find all over the country, these stories, usually associated with these certain roads, either abandoned roads or, you know, spooky roads, haunted roads, whatever. So I initially thought, that's that, right? That's, that's what this is. However, we started going to Site 7. People I told about Initially, I told a few people that were doing Bigfoot investigations with me about it. They started going there, and people started having experiences there. And nearly everything everybody saw ever was white or gray. It was James, my second co-host, who first thought of this. He said, Tim, all these white things people are seeing, what about the story about the albinos? He's the one who first put it together. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So does that have something to do with that? By the way, if you hear a beeping in the background, that is the metronome from the high school band practice. It's nothing I can do about it. School has started here in South Central Pennsylvania, York County. But in any case, there's that. So the people started seeing white things, including me. I saw a gray thing one day. 
light gray thing. I was hiking up the mountain with James. We were on our way back down. I heard a noise in the brush. I looked over to the side and I saw what I thought was a guy in a heather gray sweatshirt with the hood up. It was a hot day. And that was my first thought. It's like, well, my first thought was, why is that guy standing there looking at us? And second of all, why is he wearing a sweatshirt when it's so hot? As quick as I had that thought turned and into the brush, I heard him bang through the brush and then stop. And then I didn't hear any more. Like, sound like he went maybe 10 yards into the brush. And I looked all around, couldn't see anything, didn't see anything. I don't know what that was. I didn't see a face in the hood. I just saw like gray, you know, when I looked over, but it had the shape of a, of a hoodie, you know, it had that like gray color. The other time James and I were there, we saw something cross the trail and we both saw it. It was very tall and we both agreed it was white. It looked like something white. And both of us agreed. We, we only saw the head and, and head and shoulders and maybe a little bit of the torso. I don't know if that's because that's all we could see or because that's what we were focused on. But we both saw it cross the trail. There's been other times where we've been grunted at, which you've heard there, that gorilla grunt. Yep. One of those times uh, I was with James, we got grunted at, it backed me up into the middle of the parking area. I turned my light on, turned my flashlight on, looked down that trail. I hit the eyes. I mean, two big white eyes and I'll say this was eye shine because it, they definitely reflected from flashlight I'm guessing eight feet off the ground these were massive like the size of fists these were and I said James James look 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 and he looked over and by that time I could see this thing turned its head you can hear my I'm turning my head as a demonstration here my <laughs> he is folks this, I am I'm watching this him thing do this <laughs> turned its head I could see because he saw the reflection of the eyes just go away and I said, oh, James, you missed it. There was eye shine there. And right as I said that, it turned back as if it looked over its shoulder. Now, I couldn't see any shoulders. I just saw the eyes. It was black back there. And he got to see that, thankfully. Then we got told about these lights. The first fellow I told about it, nice guy, but I told him about a, a separate Bigfoot witness in a different event. And he went and, and sought this person out. He actually went like knocking door to door till he found the guy. You can't do that. Some people don't want to be identified. I gave him enough information where he, he knew about where it was, and he just went door-to-door knocking for the guy. So nice as he is, I can't share information like that anymore. You just can't do that. Some people don't want to be found. Witness security is super important. But you know, at this point, I didn't know this about this guy, and I shared this information. He got there before I did. He lived closer to the place. And he starts telling me about these lights in the woods. He says, I see lights there, and he said they were Bigfoot eyes. Well... I went up there shortly after he told me about it, as soon as I could get there, and I start looking for these lights. And at first, I don't see them. I'm there for like 45 minutes, and I don't see these lights. And then I happen to look down that one area, the one area where we see them. You know what I'm talking about. And I saw it. I said, that time, JR was with me, another fellow. He's, he's moved away. I think he's moving back, though, so maybe we'll get more JR. You'd like him. He's, good. he's a nice guy. But I said, JR, we got lights. And he's like, what? No way. And then he saw him, and that was the night we, he had the laser pointer. And we were hitting these lights with the laser pointer. They would turn red, aperture out. And they were moving, and they were changing colors and doing all this stuff. That was the first night I ever saw him. And that was wild. And ever since then, we've seen lights there pretty consistently. There's been some times I've gone and not seen them. Yeah. It may be who you're with. Like I went there with Soraya. We really didn't see much of anything. I saw like a light flash on, but... 
it wouldn't, that's about it, you know. I went there with Octavian. Now, I did see them, but Octavian was not focused on, I think he was talking to his boss or something on, on his phone. He really wasn't focused on some, like, trying to get his attention, like, look, there they are, there they are. So I don't know if he didn't see them because he couldn't see them or if he didn't see them because right. he wasn't focused or what. And I took Josh there, and it was completely dead with Josh. Like, Josh swears he's a he's a woo killer, and it, it might be true because when Josh and I were there, just nothing, just dead. I would say most of the time when we go there, that pretty dependably we'll see lights. So that yeah. lights have become the main feature of this place. Then you found some old folklore. You found a book of old folklore, I think, from the 1980s. Yeah, I think it was actually a uh, article written for college. Yeah, by somebody who was investigating folklore, like places where young people would go. Yeah, like to be scared, like kind of stuff. Yeah, like Toad Road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was the place to go before Toad Road. Well, it was kind of in between. It was because people went to Toad Road in the old days, and then this group of people, this is like that guy I talked to in Columbia. This right, is, his right. generation went there during that time. My generation didn't even know about, we. it was always Toad Road. Right, yeah. And I think, for my too, generation. they were talking to people from the other side of the river. That's true. They would come across That's the river. That was their place. I'm more on the western end of the county, so. Yeah. But yeah, you found this folklore, and you sent it to me. I was like, oh my goodness, they're talking about weird lights. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, there were old houses that were still standing. They all been torn down, but they they were saying they would see weird lights in the windows of these houses, these abandoned houses. So people have been seeing weird lights there at least since the 80s, I would guess before. And white things. If you remember, there was also mention of white yes. animals, strange yeah. strange animals and yes. white. Yes. Oh, and speaking of strange animals, we saw a hairless fox there one night. Yeah, I didn't, not me. Yeah, James and I coming mm-hmm. out of there completely like what is that thing hairless fox stood right there stood right by the jeep and just looked at us (laughs) like amazing so we had a lot of amazing things there over the time and i am going to one day i'll put together like a best of site seven show where i collect all the audio and stuff that we recorded there but that's site seven and it's close enough to us where we we can go there often and i always say like if you were going to come visit me and say take me to someplace spooky I'd probably take you there because the chances are pretty good that we'll see at least lights there. Again, it's private property. I can't tell you all where it is. That's why there's a code name. Some local people have figured it out. That's fine, but please be aware. If you go there, you're going to get arrested. There's The people there are very um, quick to call the cops yep. on you. So just know that. And uh, don't ruin it. That's all I see. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna ruin it for everybody if if you make a uh, scene or or uh, get the cops called. If if you're local and you figure out where it is and you do go, be discreet and respectful and yeah. respectful very yeah. much. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and hear this site seven visit. We went out there after a night. We'd stopped to a bunch of places. A bunch of places we'd been before. Mm-hmm. Went to Marietta. Kind of walked around where the River Witch lived. We went to the haunted tunnel in Columbia. Yeah. 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 And we went to the cemeteries in Columbia, which we went before on other episodes. Very last thing we did was stop by Site 7. And that was actually a last-minute decision. It was. Because originally we were like, ah, we won't go there. Yeah. Like, ah, what the heck. (laughs) Well, let's go ahead and play that audio. Mm -hmm. I think so. So a quick stop at Site 7 on our 
our night of many stops. Summer at Site 7, it's always uh, hit and miss. Yeah, completely hit and miss whether you're going to see anything. I think this is the brightest the moon's ever been when we've been down here. Could be. I don't know if this just sound coming up the hill or not, but it sounded like it was close. Oh, see that? Yeah. yeah. That little wall? Yeah. The popping you're hearing is from the car. I've been here, I couldn't even see you. Mm -hmm. So it's the brightest. There's a flash right here. Is it? Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if it was a lightning bug or not. Mm. It looked too bright to be a lightning bug. We are at the, the very. I mean, it's something. I, I, High? Uh, it's, it's high. Well, there's something in there too. There's that regular. Yeah, there's lights there. Just move around. You'll see them. Get low. Yeah. Yep. So when I saw it was like a big pulse, big, big white pulse flash, but it was down in, down in here. Yeah. There's one. It's in between. I keep losing it, but it's there. Yeah, what I'm seeing now is like beams coming from this side going across. Can't see the trees. Yeah. That's about this high. See my hand? Uh huh. About that high. Yeah, I see one. It's moving around. We know there's no road there. No, there's no road there. I heard that whoop or whatever again. Keep looking at that. Oh, okay. So that's the lightning bulb. Right there. Right here. Uh-huh. What I saw was not a lightning bulb. It was bigger. a bigger, quicker flash, like a pulse. Yeah. Man, it's a lot of traffic today. Yeah. This place always funnels, tra funnels sound, so mm -hmm. weird. Yeah, that highlight is just it's kind of lighting up everything around it. Yeah. What I saw was like a beam and it came through and went like this. Now it's gone. What are you talking about that little light coil up there? 
right here, right? Yeah. Like if you catch that in your peripheral and just hold it there. Mm-hmm. It is quite it's brighter than the sky behind it. That's not the night sky. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sky's above that. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. This place. I saw that light from the house over there and then the jump. Yeah. <laughs> What's disturbing is when you see things walk in front of that light. I saw it get like real bright for a second. That's just from the house. We can see comparatively really good right now. Yeah. Jumping down in here with you, it's like pitch black. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think we should leave a recorder out here. Holy sh! What, 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 what? Do you have a light? Yeah. Do you have it on you? Yeah. I saw something, it looked like a person. Just walk right through there. This is just red. Right through here? Right, yeah, just right, like, maybe 10 feet beyond the gate. Well, you want me to put the white light on or not? Nah, I don't think so. I mean, don't ruin our night vision. Well, that, and I don't want to let anybody know we're here. Yeah. It was just, it was dead quiet. Oh. Didn't make, didn't make a sound. It I know, I know that because I know what that's like because when it was pandemonium and that big thing showed up behind Tom's, by Tom's tent, just loomed up. Yeah. Me and Caleb were sitting there by the fire and saw that. There's a light down in there. Pulse storm. Huh. There it is again. It lit up the woods down there. Right, it was right in here. Like that close? No. Well, back, back, but back. back, okay. Like on the other side of this. Yeah. Back in there. Yeah. It looked like a person, like in a gray shirt. Oh, you seen it, was, it was gray in color. I see, that's what we saw at the end of was gray shapes moving around. Yeah. I mean, everything anybody's ever seen here has been white or gray. Well, we know that. We have historical evidence of that. Yeah, yeah. That was freaky, man.
hair scan. It, it moved like a ghost. Like, yeah, like it just that. was just like. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about because that's what we were seeing at Pandemonium with gray shapes moving all up and down the, the freaking hills. It was like a like, all, like a slow walk. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like this. Just, yep. Yeah. That's, that's exactly mm-hmm. it. You're sitting by the fire and you see this big shake come up and go, Look at me. Look at Caleb. Mm. Just like that. Right in there. What? That's what I heard. Mm. Right in there. I always feel like I'm being walking. Yeah, this place is. I, yeah, oh yeah. I'm right there with you. I didn't hear I you come. I, I, I know, I know. I didn't hear you come around that side of me. I was like, "What the hell's that?" So when our mood was when we came down in here, we were fine. We've been calm all night. Oh yeah, now, like we're like completely on completely edge. on edge. Yeah. Yeah, it's Creepsville here right now. So much for nothing happening tonight. <laughs> Okay, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Like a Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I heard. I was like thought maybe it was distant traffic or something. traffic but that's not what I heard that one was a high-pitched traffic was that traffic that was a traffic line but that's not what I heard what I heard was much more deeper than that what I heard is more of an exhale mm. no I heard it at the same time I just I thought that other thing was the same Sometimes you can't, it's hard to tell if you've got 
Oh, yeah, agreed. It's always hard here in the summer. See her here. Footstep right in front of us. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm looking behind us because the feeling of being watched is palpable. Oh, oh, absolutely. I'm trying to figure out. Where to look? <laughs> That's always the problem here. Did you hear that? What? I don't know. Maybe it was traffic. I don't know. I hear a footstep like a crunch, and I just um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to curse, but I backed up. It's like all eyes on you. I'm sounding there. Wasn't the truck, it was that way. We gotta leave a recorder out here overnight again. What did you pick up last time you did that? Crazy vocals. I heard that. Did you hear that? No. Something moving in the trees. Over here? Over here. I heard something over there before. That's when I jumped so hard when you came over. I didn't like that. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I have enough. So after Site 7, we kind of drove to Helm to this other park and just kind of parked and sort of decompressed and we had a talk about it and it was fresh in our heads at that time so i'm just going to play our discussion from then since it was fresh in our heads it would probably be better than recapping it now oh i agree so let's go ahead and play that yeah we're good oh boy <laughs> How long were we there at Site 7? I honestly, I didn't time it. 15, 20 minutes? Maybe 20 minutes tops. Wasn't no half hour. 
No. So we've been bopping around, just hitting different places tonight, and we were literally just on the way back to my place. Like, oh, let's just stop by Site 7. Why? You even dismissed it. I said something about doing it earlier, and you're like, eh. Yeah, we've been there recently. Yeah, I thought, but recently. I thought, you know, that's just on the way. We're driving right by it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was... We immediately saw lights. Like, immediately. Got out, and we're, and we're literally like, well, we probably won't see them. There's leaves on the trees. Immediately saw lights. Then we started hearing stuff. I don't know the order that we heard stuff in. We'll have to go back yeah. and listen. But then I saw... It was human-sized. <laughs> it was, seemed like it was walking around. It looked like... It was gray. I don't know. So a tour. I, I saw the torso, and that was near the old road. Yeah. Now was it on our side of the gate or the other side? It was of the on gate? the other side of the gate. A flash, uh, flashlight. Didn't see anything. Didn't see anything. It was walking across the trail, but it wasn't. I didn't see anything over there. So. Let's specify, it was very bright down in there. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost a full moon tonight, or might be. Yeah. It's, it's hazy. I, so. It was it was bright enough that I could see your face. Yeah. And yeah. I could see the truck, I mean... Which is very unusual. Every, every other time I've been down there, it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. So, I could literally see your your face and, and everything that was in the clearing. Mm-hmm. Not so much in the woods. Yeah. And then we heard that, I don't know, long exhale or something. Yeah, that was weird. Well, you heard it before me, I think. Did you hear that before me? I don't know. I think I heard it the same time you heard it, because I was like... Well, I think you said that was what I was hearing, or something like that. Well, I had heard it at the same time you heard it, but I I didn't say anything, because I was was trying to figure out if it was traffic or not. I understand. And then you said, did you hear it? And it's like, yeah, actually I did. Yeah. Wow. Very intense. Yeah, it was a really intense, like, 15 minutes. And then... You thought you heard footsteps, which backed backed you up into me. I was looking the other direction. All of a sudden, you're backing up like, what? But that last sound... That big sound... And we both looked at each other, and you're like, "Yep, I think I think it's time to go." I was We're like, done. Yep, I'm done. We're done. I'm out of here. The look on your face was like, "What the heck?" Because it was huge. <laughs> Whatever it was, was huge. oh, it was huge. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I wasn't that shook seeing whatever it was. It was weird, you know. But I like I walked right over there to try to see what it was. Now but, let me ask you this: What was it? Was it solid? Was it more like? mist-like? Was it more like a form? You know what I mean? It was, it looks, it looked like it could have been, it looks solid. Semi-solid. Or yeah. actual solid. At least semi-solid. I shouldn't have said it semi-solid, looked very, sorry. It looked very ghostly, but it was there. It wasn't like see-through, it wasn't, you know. Okay. It It was there. And the the light seemed to be hitting it. Okay. 
That's what I was trying to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the whatever ambient light was there seemed to be hitting it. That's that's how I saw it because it, it walked out of the shadow into that ambient light, that, you know, from the circle there, and then back into the shadow on the other side. And I was like, "What the?" Now, did you just see any form to it, or was it more like just a big? I don't want to say like a, a big blob, but could you actually see like three dimensions it to it? It looked like a torso. Um, was there any depth to but, it? No, I couldn't make out any any details too much. Okay. It would be like... See the dark side of that building over there? Yes. It'd be like if somebody in a light-colored shirt was like walking down the, the dark side of that building. You know how you couldn't like... That was two-dimensional, kind of. Like kind it was, of. I mean, it was hard. To, you're not saying that. I'm not saying that the object was two-dimensional, but it looked two-dimensional. It was hard to see depth. You yes. just saw yeah. an outlined shape with a filled-in color. Yeah, that's a good way to put okay. it. Yeah. But only when, like, I literally saw it. It seemed like it stepped out of the shadow into yeah. that ambient light and back into the shadow. So, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that you didn't. You weren't like. You asked me if I had a light, but you weren't like shine a flashlight over there. You like you weren't like you were calm. Yeah, it didn't that part didn't freak me out as much as the sound, odd, yeah. oddly, and that was close. Like that. Was, yeah, the sounds were very close. Like, but I mean, whatever I saw was was only I don't know maybe ten feet beyond that oh gate. Oh my god, it wasn't maybe, even that far. Maybe five feet beyond the gate. I don't know. It was right there. Yeah, because those trees. It was in front of those trees that hang down. That. So yeah, and we saw the lights, not the bright pinpoints. I mean, I no. saw mostly like I saw parts of the forest just kind of light up. Like Th- that was uh, usually it, the lights we see don't light up the forest too much. We've seen it; it has happened. Mm-hmm. Usually not. Yeah, it seemed like almost everything there was sort of lighting up stuff around it a bit tonight. You saw those beams. You saw one coming straight up. Straight on, um, like if you imagine a spotlight, you know, on the ground, it was like that. It wasn't moving, it was, but it was like up, straight up, like that. Yeah. And I saw one that actually shot out and then kind of moved, like more from like the hillside. Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing up there. We know that. Yeah, I know. There isn't. And then I saw like looking down the road, it looked like somebody like flicked on a light. Like as if I was standing out there with a flashlight and I turned it on, then turned it off. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a lightning bug. Because no. it confirmed that one. Like I saw one. I'm like, okay, I think that's a lightning bug. Okay, that was a lightning bug, but that's not what I've been seeing. Kitty up there. I was wondering what you were looking at. Meow. <laughs> Meow. There was some weird, like, um, Almost like like that kind of noise at times too. Mm-hmm. There's some strange noises. He's hunting. He's out hunting. So that guy uh Dylan's house where all of that weird stuff happened is literally like right beyond this. Like <laughs> right over there when he was having all that weird stuff, like finding his door open and like seeing the people outside his house. We're sitting here like in Helm right now, just discussing this. Yeah. Seeing 
whatever creature that was on the side of his house. All that stuff happened right right up there. Weird. I think he's just one of those people that has stuff happen. I think that would have happened no matter where he was. I don't think it hurt that he was in Helm, but I think <laughs> that didn't help his situation. <laughs> no. No, I think that would have happened wherever he was. I think some people just, the stuff is just drawn to him. Yeah, I don't know, man. That, that was a very intense That was 20 minutes. Very intense. Like a lot compressed into a short amount of time, considering. And we were just like, oh, I guess nothing's going to happen tonight. <laughs> we should never say that. And it ramped up real quick. Real quick, got intense. It's so it's like as soon as you saw that gray shape, yeah, that's when it just kind of yeah. Oh yeah, and I heard that, mm, almost like that gorilla grunt we heard that time that yeah. scared the hell out of us. It was almost like that, but it was more like mm, it was less that forceful, like <clears throat> like and more just like a. Mm, what I heard, I literally heard like somebody walking towards the gate, and it just made me back up. Yeah, that freaked me out. Yeah, see, I, and I was looking the other direction. You backed up into me. And I freaked the hell out. Crazy. So we thought it was gonna be a quiet night. Well, guess that's it for tonight. Yeah, heard something out there though. Huh? Keep looking over there. I heard something over over that way. I don't know. Could have been an animal. High pitch, whatever it was. Cat didn't react to it, so. Yeah, I think he noticed it before us. Yeah. Is he still up there? He's down here by those picnic tables, hanging out. Oh, I see him. All right. Well, site seven never fails. <laughs> Old reliable. Old reliable. Yeah, I think we should put a uh, recorder. Put overnight a recorder there. overnight there. Yeah. I can pop my old one up there. See what happens. All right. All righty. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. 
Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, speaking of Site 7, Chad, we got some news last week. We were over in Columbia, and we were hanging out with Rick Fisher, and he gave us a little tip about some sightings there. Rick Fisher, by the way, photographed, was it last year or the year before, an albino deer in Site yeah, 7? Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. you saying that. Yeah. Another white another white another creature. creature. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, so now that I say that, was it you and me that were driving to Pandemonium and we saw... We saw a piebald deer. We saw a small piebald deer. Yeah, yeah. Right, right before you get into <laughs> Yeah, before, we, yeah. before you get into Tuscarora. Yeah. So what... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and that's rare, too. I mean, Oh, yeah, not, not, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> so this is from May. Um, I'm just going to read it. If this is your report and you're listening, we would love to talk to you on the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is about 3.30 a.m. Monday morning. I'm driving home from Wrightsville. I come to a four-way stop at an intersection, and across the street, off to my left, I see some movement in the tall grass. By the way, I'm cutting out some road names, which would give away that this is very near to Site 7. Yes. I think it's a deer, so I look over at it, and what I see is shoulders and head poking over the grass, advancing towards me. Whatever this thing was, it was humanoid enough in shape, and it ran with a stagger, as if it was trying not to fall over, yet it was running incredibly fast pushing the grass out of its way as it ran toward me. I floored it and got away as fast as I could. I didn't even try to stop and see any more. I didn't want to see any more. The fear response I had was like nothing I've ever experienced. I felt every hair on my body stand on end, and my eyes just begin welling up as I saw it moving towards me. Once I drove away, I felt sick. I really had no idea how to explain what I saw. It was just human enough to scare me, and also unhuman enough to scare me, if that makes any sense. I saw it where the corn is, it's now just grass. The grass looked like it was roughly four foot tall. This figure had to be five to six feet tall. So in June, okay, we're coming uh, into Wrightsville. They passed a truck, I guess, these people, and there's a truck coming. They were coming down a hill. The truck was coming up a hill. The truck stopped and turned on their high beams. He said, I've never seen anyone stop for a deer, meaning off the side of the road. My father-in-law said it and said it, saw it and said it was absolutely not a deer. I saw nothing because I was in the back. Uh, another person was driving. He said, what the hell was that? We asked what he meant, and then he told us he saw something run across the road in a split second, and it wasn't a deer because it didn't have the stride of a deer. He said it was on two legs, and it was white, but <laughs> you could also see right through it. I asked him if it had the stride of a bat walking, and he said exactly like a bat. Now, that's creepy. If you think that's of weird. a bat walks, yeah, that is creepy. Yeah, if you see, or you see like the Jurassic Park movies where the the pterodactyls are walking. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. really awkward. This is a bunch of like screenshots of accounts that Rick sent. Yeah, so people are reporting other white things. People who don't know us, who don't 
know about Site 7, I don't think, are reporting these other white things in the area. Remember when we went to Green Branch, which isn't terribly far from there, the reason we went is because people reported these white creatures crawling on the rocks. Yes. There. Then there's a report across the river of, I think it's Shanks Ferry, oh, but over on the Lancaster side. People seeing what they called like a golem, like Lord of the Rings kind of golem-like creature they saw, but it was white over there. <laughs> Which, you know, that's right across the river. Yeah. So what are these things? You know, some people are calling them... Um, rakes. Rakes, yeah. yeah I think I think it's what Rick called them, right? Yeah, he yeah. called it a rake. I don't know. You know, it's just like white things. Like, what is that? Yeah. I don't know. We see a lot of stuff. I think we've seen... A lot of stuff we see... I've seen some white things, too, mm-hmm. in other areas. Yeah. We seem to get... Here in the county, we get... All the things we seem to get are white. That's... Well... Not all of them, but a lot. A lot, a lot. Let, let me rephrase that. When I, when I was writing Where the Footprints End, because of the amount of white Bigfoot creatures reported, I did look up the instances of albinism in nature. And it's considering how rare it is to see Bigfoot, the number of white Bigfoot reports we get is way out of proportion with that. <laughs> yes. Way out of proportion. There should be like five in the whole annals of complete Bigfoot sightings, you know, considering mm-hmm. how rare it is to see Bigfoot. And there's not, there's there's a lot of white Bigfoot reports in warm areas where it was not benefit an animal to be white year round, right? Right. So there's no benefit to be, to year round have a white coat in Pennsylvania. A couple months of the year, it might help you out. Maybe. In the northern tier. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are snowshoe hares, mm-hmm. but they're in the northern tier mm-hmm. counties, not here. Yeah. Why are these things white? Why are so many of these things white? It's very interesting. Very interesting. I don't know. And then you heard on those recordings just before, whatever I saw the other night was gray, ghostly-like thing. I don't know what it was. Who knows? We, you know, maybe, maybe that's part of the equation. Well, the next thing, a week later, was it a week later? It's a week after that, right? That we went to Marietta? No, I think it was the same week. The same week. Because I thought we went to Marietta in, during the middle of the week. Did we? I think we did. Okay. I'll trust your memory. I think so. Okay. Because it was cooler out. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we did. It was roughly in the same... It was within a week. Time. Okay. It was, it was no more than a week. So Lon got a Bigfoot report from Maryland. Northern Maryland on the other side of the Susquehanna River. Should I be more exact with the location or you think that's good Maybe a little more exact but was that what port was that port deposit in, in the in the port deposit area okay yeah so across the river and south from us in mm-hmm. maryland and he gets this bigfoot report and the witness is sharing photos of maybe footprints you know it's like what i call maybe footprints when we'll see kind of thing lon asked us he said, do you know do you want to go out there and we said sure so we went out with lon on a saturday got there late in the afternoon and we talked to the witness. Now, she was saying initially that she thought creatures were coming around the house, that she could hear them. They were leaving footprints, tapping on the walls, scratching at scratching the windows. Scratching at the windows, yeah. It all sounded very interesting. So we get there, and you and I kind of went in two different directions on the property, just starting to look around. And Lon was talking more with her. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to be very careful about the way we talk about this, because if this witness is listening, I want her to know that we believe something's going on there. We don't necessarily think it's what you think it is, maybe. And this is just our impression, Mm -hmm. right? But we do believe something's happening. So if you happen to be listening to this, don't be disheartened by the things you hear us say. I'm looking at the footprints 
they're not it was one i showed you that one with the slide that was like eh, yeah kind of maybe most of them went from because you're looking at photographs on your screen and you're going well maybe but then you see them in person it's like nah i don't think so most of them were not let's just say that yeah yeah the, the ground was very hard because mm-hmm. it's been dry there um there were horses mm-hmm. and they had beat down everything. beat the ground yeah. like crushed it yeah so and generally like if you have grass and something steps in the grass it's not going to clear out the grass and leave a a, a perfect muddy footprint you know what i mean it's going to press down the grass mm-hmm. which will pop back up yeah so there was a lot of like just bare patches and stuff that was like you know vaguely foot shaped again please don't get disheartened if you're hearing this listen to the uh, the whole thing because we we have more to say but i think i don't know if disappointed is is the but it was more like i don't know if there's anything to see here at first that's what i'm yeah. thinking then she starts talking to us like Lon was talking to her the whole time. Then she came up and started talking with us and a bit. And she starts telling us things like, oh, I've also seen UFOs. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. That's interesting. I see lights. I've seen red orbs in the graveyard across the street. Yeah, there was a graveyard across we the street. We should mention that. Yeah. Graveyard across the street. As soon as we're going down the road, I'm like, uh, there's a graveyard. <laughs> yeah, and there's the house. Yeah, right? and there's the house. Yeah, that's important information. And we start gathering information, and you said to me, because of some things that are going on with this family, they are in a very liminal state mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, and there's a lot of death here because they had recently had a death in the family. They, they had a horse die recently. Like really recently. And the graveyard's right across the street. And there were a lot of fresh graves. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of death right there, including personal death in the family. Like you said, very, very liminal state. They're in a very tumultuous kind of condition they're in and we start to well okay that's interesting combined with the information lon's getting about you know the ufos and stuff she showed me some pictures she so showed me some pictures she's got a camera in the front of her house and she's showing me some pictures of of these lights and i was like oh those look really interesting some of them i couldn't tell if they were traffic lights or not but one of them was like lights all over the graveyard i was like whoa that's really interesting well then the it became night that graveyard is filled with lights like man-made lights people put lights on all the graves there. Yeah. Like there's lights all over those graves. So that's what the, the photos were. Again, that doesn't mean, please, if you're listening, witness, don't take that as us saying there's nothing to see here because I think there is. Before nightfall, however, they owned uh, a couple fields over. And I forget how she said, she said that she thought the creatures were coming a certain way. And then Lon said he, th- he felt they were coming maybe from the cemetery across and around the back of the property. We weren't sure. For some reason, we decided to walk through these fields. I think what it was is we had gone over the one fence, and they had one hay field, and I saw what looked like maybe a trackway. Oh, yeah, that's exactly That went across the taller grass because yeah. the hay field was a little high. I'd say, I don't yeah, know. Something had definitely walked through there. Yeah, yeah. could have been a deer. Yeah. But we were like, it just looked kind of you're, odd. You're, that's exactly what it was. So we decided to sort of skirt that field and go around to the other side because it kind of led from a tree line. Yeah. So we go over to that tree line, and you walk to this one spot. We're looking around a bit. We, you know, nothing's really like like standing out. Like, oh, yeah. there's a tree structure. There's this. You know, we're we're just looking around. And you walk to one spot. And you're like, ooh, there's something about this spot. And I looked down, and there was a perfect Y stick, like for dowsing. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was left there, honestly. Yeah. 
And I picked it up and just instinctively started dowsing with it. And I walked over to that spot and it pulled down really hard, really hard to the point where like I walked away and kept trying it. I think I even closed my eyes Mm -hmm. and just walked to it. And when I felt it pull down, I opened my eyes and that's, I was standing at that spot, you know I mean? To sort of give it a blind test. So whatever it was about that spot was pulling that rod down. Tried a couple other areas and we kept coming back to that spot. And this has never happened to me before. It pulled down so hard, it broke the dowsing rod. Hard enough that I heard the snap. It, it snapped. <laughs> yeah. Just snapped in my hands. And you're kind of like picking up on something. I don't know. I, people, I think you're too uh, modest or something, or you don't want to say you're sensitive, but you were definitely picking up on things. I think you're, I think you're sensitive, Chad, to this stuff. You were like, see what happens if you follow me here, follow me there. And it was sort of like, like going, the dowsing rod was sort of confirming the path you were walking. Yeah, because I was like, okay, it went this way, stopped here, looked up, and then the dowsing rod would go up. Yeah. <laughs> now, some of that maybe suggestion, you know, yeah, I, but, yeah. but we go across the field again, and there's this little marshy area, and we were near that marshy area, but this whole time we're just kind of dousing this path, right? You were sort of dousing it in your, your own way, and I'm like with the dousing rod, sort of like, and I, I would walk off the path and the rod would go up. I'd walk onto it, it would point down. There was a, a pile of uh, dirt. Dirt. Just a big pile of dirt. Yeah. Behind that dirt pile. And I was like, here, here. Now, and I'm like 20 feet away or something yeah. at this point. And I was like, with, right with here, right here, Tim. This is, this is really. And I walked up again with the dousing rod. And for the second time ever, this thing bent down and snapped. Like, snap. It just broke right off. That's how quickly. Yeah, you couldn't use it anymore after no, that. That's never happened before to me. I've heard of that happening before. My friend Mark's father, he doused for water. Mark told me he would do that to people who didn't believe in dousing. He would walk and, and, and hold the rod and try to hold it out, and it would just snap in his hands because it would pull down so hard. Well, that's kind of what happened. I was trying to hold it and not let it go down, and it snapped. It just went pop. Trying to test it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it just pulled down so hard it, it snapped. So that sort of got my attention, like maybe something's going on but I don't know if it's what she thinks it is. I don't know if it's Bigfoot creatures. I don't know what it is, but I don't think it's what she thinks it is. Just my opinion. You know? All right. All right. Uh, night came, and I turned the recorder on. This is the first part. We're at a fence, and we're kind of looking into the tree line, and we we see some some lights. Now, the problem is, and you mentioned this, there's a road behind this. This is in Site 7. When we're looking in Site 7, there's, there's nothing behind those trees yeah, but more trees. It's, it's a valley with – it's like – I call it like a pocket valley. It's like three mountains together in Site 7. There's no way there's lights. Yeah. There's nothing down in there. This is a tree line, at least on the front half. The back half is more solid trees. Mm-hmm. But the front half, there is a road behind it. So every light we see, we have to immediately do – is that a firefly? Is that a car? And then try to figure it out, mm-hmm. which you can hear us doing. But we did see some, we saw some lights that were pretty interesting. Let's go ahead and play that part now. Okay, so we got it. 
there's Kenzie Clark behind yeah, it. Yeah, earlier before we left, I saw like a, a pulsing red light, but it was from a car or yeah. something else. So you gotta be aware of that. That's a, that's a, uh, just saw a uh, firefly right yep, there. Yep, I see him. A couple of them out there. Mm -hmm. Bad time here to look for lights. We'll know if they're not fireflies. Is that a house light? Where? I think so. Yeah, that's where I saw the little red light. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely a house light. Okay. That's that's the break in the woods there, that yeah. other house. Okay. We're just checking to make sure. So we no, no. we got to know what's here. We know what we're looking at. What concerns me is that whole thing with the thousand odd and all that crap. That was, yeah. I see now, I saw a light kind of similar to the uh, and the Site 7 lights down in this corner right here. See where I'm okay. pointing? Yeah. But that could be a car. I thought I stopped the car before I pulled in because I actually thought I saw something down in the woods on you know the wood line by the graveyard. Yeah. But I'm not too sure because all those grave lights that they have on there make me doubt myself. Why do people have to put stuff on the ruin? Make it harder for us. sound really travels here at night, changes. Mm -hmm. Alright, so we're at the fence line and we're talking. I picked this out of the recorder. While we're talking, there it sounds like a growl. We had come back from dinner at this point. I wasn't hungry so my stomach shouldn't have been growling i don't think right i don't but it could be i don't know but i pulled it out just in case so here here's the sound we're talking over it so you have to kind of listen through our voices yard yeah but i'm not too sure yard yeah but i'm not too sure yard yeah but i'm not too sure i've picked up stomach growls before and actually played them on on-site shows and later on listening on yeah i think that was my stomach growling mm -hmm. especially because usually the recorder's in my pocket, right by my stomach. Right, but it wasn't this time. No. We were holding it out. Exactly. This, I don't think it sounds like a stomach growl. I'm not saying it's anything. I just, you know, who knows? There's a lot of noise going on there, and you can hear us comment on that a lot. There's mm -hmm. a lot of traffic noise. There were people out. There's distant traffic noise. It's, there was fireworks going off. There's a lot going on at this place. Hard to pick out sounds. So part two, we're in the same place. We're still looking for these lights. Go ahead and play that here. Oh, that. Yeah. That was not a firefly. No, hell no. What was that? It was reddish too, right? Reddish? I saw more yellowish. Now, was that a car though? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it had like a red tail. 
don't know. Could have been that car. Because there is a road that goes down could, in there. Could have been. Could have been. But it wasn't that white, though, Tim. No. It seemed pretty quick. Like, boop, boop, Yeah. You know? Like a comet? Yeah, but in the trees. If those trees are thin, spots. Yeah, but a comet's not going to go. No, yeah. There's no road back through here, back in the very back corner. We yeah. see something there, that's definite for sure. It's an owl. Owl, yeah. That was a great horned owl. Man, more fireflies here. It's a little late in the year for fireflies. And that's uh, what they are. hair standing up on there. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I wanted to get my walking stick, but I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. Now, the problem is, I, mean, I can't trust myself seeing black, black shapes out there because there's horses out there running around. Mm -hmm. You know, now that I think about it, that light we saw was on this side of the trees. On our side? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't, that was... Not a firefly. No. <laughs> it's very strange. Alright, let me go get my stick. Alright, I'll keep an eye out. Is there a way to get over this fence? Over this fence? Yeah, yeah there's like a low, low, low fence. What's that? My Where? eyes. It's like a lighter... Down on there? Yeah, it's like a lighter part. I think part. that's that... Is it cut in or something? That's that barn. It's a barn, okay. That's the, the Amish's horse barn. Okay, I could see there was... Is that heat light? That was heat light. Okay, I saw that before. Those fireworks or...? Ah, uh, fireworks, I think. Look down in the corner down there. To the right of the Amish barn. Okay. Look in the woods there. Higher up, like midway up on the trees. Let's walk down here so we can get out of that light from the from the pole barn. Unless you're crossing over in here. I can climb if I can. I thought I had impressions of stuff there. Uh -huh. But I don't know if it's fireflies. But it seemed too big to be a firefly. Or am I just seeing what I want to see? That road makes it real hard to pick out ambient noise. Yeah. Now see, now I saw it again. I'm picking up like on the trees, almost like somebody's flashing a flashlight on the trees. I but thought I no, saw that. But there's before. no beam. I thought I saw that before, but I thought it was the heat lightning. Honestly. No, this is down in the trees. No, yeah, but I just thought it was like reflecting off of them. You know what I mean? Like, I did think I saw that before. So, like, right about here, that level. Like, so if I took a flashlight and I'm on the ground, I'm flashing it up into the limbs. Mm -hmm. But I'm not getting the direct light, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Going over there. 
on the other side where we were. Huh? Going over to the other side of the hayfield. Go, go to that tree line. See what we see. All right, during that part, we called an owl. I'll go ahead and play that. Greenhorned? Mm-hmm. Now, what I didn't catch was later on, you heard other owls. Were they barred owls later on? I heard bar, a barred owl before, one barred owl before this, earlier. Mm-hmm. You didn't catch that. Then there was one, there was this greenhorned, and then there was another barred owl earlier. That sounded a little off. And I, I think I'd mentioned that to you. I said, I hope you got it because it was a little Yeah, it's, it it's little so weird. hard to pick out sounds. It was really hard to pick out the sounds in both these nights because of the night insects at Site mm-hmm. 7. And actually, that was like the loudest traffic's been at Site 7 for, for a long time. There was mm-hmm. a lot of like traffic noise. Same here, but also add in fireworks. And yeah, I think and we were getting distant sounds of like maybe 95 or something. Yeah, so it was like a constant main there. traffic sounds going now, That noise growl whatever you want to call it that was not the traffic no no all right so these next parts we walk back to that tree line we see some things nothing incredible but we both thought we saw a black shape and then we saw some more lights and stuff and then we walk to the cemetery after that so let's go ahead and play that what we were seeing I was seeing like on this side to the right of the barn yeah yeah it was like a flashlight like if I was standing on the ground flashing a flashlight and parts of the woods were lit up and it moved like that I didn't see any beams does that make sense? mm-hmm it wasn't the lightning bugs at all mm-hmm it wasn't as bright as that that's the heat light. Yeah, I saw that. So the horses are in this corner. So if you're seeing movement down there now, right. we know where the horses are. Well, when I thought I saw something earlier. It was too fast to be one of the damn horses. It would have had to have been a horse at a full freaking gallop, and you would hear that. Yeah. Was that a firefly? That was a firefly. Yeah. Okay. Catching snippets of distant sound. It's so hard to pick it out from the traffic. Oh and my gosh, yes. Cicadas and everything else. If they heard a howl or a wolf, it would have to be a lot closer. Yeah. The two cameras in the distance. You hear that? What? I thought I heard a little knock. There's plenty of light from that church. Okay. Stay still for a second. Could be a bullfrog or something in here, but I thought I heard something. You think there would be a bullfrog be back there in that swampy part, but not down here. Yeah. 
never had a dowsing rod break in my hand like that. And I have it twice here. My buddy Mark, his dad does dowsing. He told me that it would his he could his dad could do it looking for water. Have it break in his hands, but it's almost like that trail was like residue. You know what I mean? So everything starts here. Right, right in here. Like right now, like I, I actually am having burning going up and down my arm. Like it's, my hair isn't moving that much. I'm not seeing anything up by the house. No. Oh, she's shooting her laser across there? What, right now? Yeah. No. Well, there was a big bright light there. Okay, that's that's heat lightning. No, this was no, a line. No, this was in the trees. Huh? This was a, a line I saw. Oh, that's she's shooting the laser. That's what I'm wondering if she is. It wasn't green, though. Looked like a flashlight beam, Chad. <laughs> Not to... Wasn't that. It was in the trees. Across, straight line across the dark trees. Right in there. Mm-hmm. That's right where it was. Do you see it? Yeah. Well, that was weird. We both kind of started moving at the same time. <laughs> Funny how we got that unspoken thing. We don't need to talk. Must mean you spend a lot of time with somebody. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Close your eyes one second. I'm going to flip my light on real quick. I don't want to ruin your night vision. I'm in, we're okay, done. we're done. There was nothing. What, did you think you saw something here by oh, the fence? I thought row? I saw something close. Yeah. yeah, I thought I saw that earlier. Interesting. When I was standing up there. Interesting. I'm not, I am not scared of this tree line. No, it's not. But there's something. It's not scary. No, there's it's something not spooky. about it. There's just... something here. Like there's something about it, I should say. You wanna go over to the graveyard while we're at it? I was, I was thinking might as well because we can't. Who's gonna stop us? The sign that says closed at dusk. Yeah. Huh? They can tell us to leave. Huh? They can tell us to leave. No, I heard a distant knock, but there's too many people around. Yeah. To know well, earlier I, heard, I thought I heard a crunk in this, a little knock in this tree line. Oh, remember when I said, did you hear that? Yeah. Well, and before, was it before or after that where I said I heard that? I mean, it was like literally like within 15 feet of it. Yeah, that's... Now, could have been a nut dropping? Right. Maybe. The one I heard was like, like that. Yeah, yeah that's what I heard. Just yeah. one little... That's that was that a horse? Where? That was sound. It was like a coon. That was me. No, oh, it, was, it was from down there. Oh. Could have been a horse, like, exhaling or something, maybe. 
We're kicking something, or I don't know. Them two Jones in that corner. Yeah. Like that patch of woods, like from on the behind the barn. Yeah, I agree. So just for the record, we're not in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. We're like literally. It's a, like a rural neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Like a neighborhood out in the country, but there's houses around. I'm smelling cherry candy. <laughs> it is a very sweet smell. That at least during the day I can smell it. Yeah. No. That doesn't mean there ain't night blooming flowers that are making it. Though. Look at that. There's something in there. It's like a little thud or something in there. It's so hard to hear here. Boy, it smells so Yeah, it's not unpleasant, but it's there. No, it's like a, I'm really smelling cherries. Yeah. Like a real strong cherry syrup. Agreed. Like maraschino cherry. Or sucrets. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm smelling. Yeah. That kind of cough. Mm -hmm. Cough medicine. London. Loading. Yeah, whatever. Loading, whatever, yeah. Do you just shine lights down here, I wonder? I think it's the Amish. Their house is over there. Yeah, are they, is that light getting. Is that I think it's just shining out in general. It's weird. Beam. It almost looked like it was like they were spotting with it. Yeah, there's no beams coming out here. Yeah. Right. The smell's gone. Yeah. There's just, yeah, there's a light there. Stuff. They're, they're shining down here. See it? Yeah. You can see it. That's what I saw before. Are they spotting? Or I have no idea what they're doing. It just happens to be... Head back the same way we came. Can we go same way? Okay. Yeah, I don't want them hitting us with a light. We're acting a little weird. The Amish. Yeah. What are your general impressions about that day and, and that property? There's something going on, mm -hmm. something. That whole, like, craziness with the dowsing rods and that. Yeah, and by the way, we should mention, like, when the dowsing rod's pointing down, the hair on your arms is, like, standing straight up. Oh, yeah, I up. was, like, yeah. yeah, it was really weird. It was, I was, yeah. I was on point that night, if you want to oh, say. Oh, you, you kept showing me, like, look, 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 you I, have goosebumps here. It was really weird. It was weird. a hot day, so to have goosebumps. Yeah, it was day. very hot. Yeah. But, no, when I walked in that spot, I was, like, you know, instantly, like, this is the area. Mm -hmm. There, Something happened here. Something was going on. And then it was like a trail that went up to the house. Mm -hmm. And then I was getting, like, when I said look up, I meant, like, it was like something was looking up at the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was bizarre. Mm -hmm. There's definitely something going on. I don't know what, mm -hmm. but just the fact that they got a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And then... Just the fact there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of things going on there. Yeah, I don't think it's like a physical creature. Yeah, I don't think it's Bigfoot. That, I don't think, or, that or at, at least, all. well, yeah, I don't think it's 
I shouldn't say that. I think whatever's going on there, if it's Bigfoot, it's Bigfoot plus. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very woo, weird. It's not a physical beast. Woo! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. And I don't know what to tell her because we were hoping to capture Howl's and stuff. She said she was here in Howl's. But the, that distant traffic noise, like for a couple times, we were like, is that, what, what was that sound? And then we would realize it's just distant traffic. She sent me some recordings. I couldn't pull out anything. That doesn't mean they're not on there. Again, this is for the witness's sake, but I couldn't pull them out. And what I heard on her recordings, I thought was, was traffic. Yeah. Distant traffic. I, I think maybe we should go back when it's a little cooler. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in the fall when some of the trees are down mm-hmm. and we could see. I mean, where we were seeing the lights was a very thin tree line with houses on the other side. Yes. And then we saw some that were back in the one corner on the other property that wasn't theirs. But we could get more distance. Oh, yeah. And they had this sort of contentious relationship with their Amish neighbors, Mm -hmm. too, who may or may not have been shining a light at us when we were in the graveyard. Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah. Like uh, Like I said, there's a lot of stress there. Yeah. So... It but, looked like they were spotting us, almost like, yeah. the, like it was. It was bizarre. Yeah, it was, and I was like, "Are they just? What are they doing in the graveyard at night? Are they up to no good, or are they doing something weird?" Like I could not. It's like, why are they doing that? Why are they shining a light? Us? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's another factor. I think your sort of initial thought when when you came up to me, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of liminal stuff here, Tim." I think that might be the key to it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I felt. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot of liminality there there's a lot of um stuff going on and it's that's not helping the situation Mm -hmm. so lon said that you know after talking to her and again he spent more time with the witness than we did we were more on the property you know looking around he spent more time with the witness he said you know maybe there's like an abduction thing going on here like you know after talking to her i'm not sure what stories led him to believe that you mm-hmm. know that that he heard but he again he talked to her a lot longer than i did apparently she's got a lot of things going on if that's the case that's the kind of weirdness i think that would that, you know that that sort of weirdness that goes with abduction mm-hmm. that, that feels right to me like just the weirdness that was around the scratching at the window i mean mm-hmm. i mean i walked around the window and I didn't see any tracks. Or yeah, I was looking for anything. Anything. I mean, I I was over that place with a fine tooth comb. Yeah, yeah. You were too. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. You. It's kind of funny. You split off one way. I went the other way, and we just were kind of digging. And you know, at first it was like, oh, there's a bad smell here, and it's like, yeah, it, it does smell bad here. But it was a skunk. I mean, we figured out it's a skunk. We saw where the skunk was living and everything. You know, for all the mundane stuff. Again, you know, I've been on some calls where I've been out and I've thought, mm, lonely person. Maybe a little scared, but nothing paranormal here. Right. You know? And that's initially what I felt here. I was kind of like, eh, maybe there's not. And the, but then the more time we we spent there and the more, and that dousing rod, that's what finally convinced me. I agree with you. So at first I was like, eh, eh, you know, it was like a toss up. And then when I hit that spot and I'm like, oh, okay, this, when I saw what looked like a trail going across the mm-hmm. weeds through the, the tall grass. And we walked to that other spot, and I got that feeling, and I'm like, okay, now we got something here. Yeah. And it, it kind of changed. Is your general impression there was something standing at that spot over by the tree line that then walked across that field? Yes. And walked over to that spot behind that dirt pile? Yes. Because that's essentially what you were doing. Like, I'm basically making, That was my impression. Like, trail. something yeah. started there and was there for a while mm-hmm. in that spot. 
and then decided to go across to the house mm-hmm. and then walked over to that dirt pile. Yeah. That was my impression. And I, and I was like tracking it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was, was weird. Yeah. If it was just you, fine. But the dousing rod, and again, maybe some suggestion there until it, I'm trying to hold it up and it pulls down so hard and it cracks. The, the stuff after the first initial might have been a suggestion, but when I was just like right here, right here. Yeah. When, but when we started, that couldn't have been a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Not that violently. No, no, not when it, again. I, because it was, I remember at one time I tried to pull up on the, the stick and I was like, there's tension there. Oh, yeah. And the way you're holding it, there's no way you you could physically put that much tension on that. No. And then, especially the dirt pile, I was like trying to make it not go down. I was trying to hold it up just to oh, test it. just it. pop. And it went, it pulled down. It didn't just split in half. I oh, mean, no. it just, just cracked. Uh, it is a horse farm. You know, maybe that adds to it. The horses, when we were out, didn't seem to react Either their horses or the neighbor's horses didn't seem to like have any kind of panic reaction, at least not while we were there, mm-hmm. which you would think you would get if they were creatures, right? You'd think the horses would be like... They were calm. Yeah. The one was more curious than anything. Mm-hmm. No Allison, so no Curiosity of the Week, but we should maybe mention our antique shop over there at Black Rose in Hanover. Where there are many curiosities. There are many curiosities. <laughs> Chad's got, well, less than you had before because you keep oh, selling wool. Oh, yeah. it's We've got wool coats, wool blankets. Axes. Axes. Hatchets. Hatchets. Knives. Knives. Fire starters. we got the fire starters yeah. that we sell. Yeah. They're there. Some outdoor stuff, like some yeah. outdoor books. I put a couple, handful of outdoors type books out there and, and some outdoor photos. Mm-hmm. Some of them are the... Um, stereo views. Stereo views, yeah. Yeah, and you get sometimes you get some um, surplus stuff you'll put in there. Too. Yeah, some military surplus. And some Boy Scout stuff here Boy Scout stuff. That's The military surplus sells quick. I mean, mm-hmm. like, insanely fast. I think Allison has an uh, like an old um, target, like a gun range target. I think it's from the 50s. It's really cool in there. That's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that thing. It's pretty yeah, it's neat. neat. But she's got, you know, photos, a lot of frame stuff. My books are there. Uh, a lot of glass. Allison has a lot of... Um, the uranium glass. Thank you. A lot of uranium glass and things like that there. I'm going to try to, um, if I can catch up on my uh, rosaries, I've been doing custom orders and, and can't keep <laughs> yeah. my stock on Etsy. I'm going to try to put some of the paracord rosaries there as well. So if you're local... Check it out, Black Rose Antiques in Hanover. Allison also has a stand at American Daydream in New York, where you, my books are as well. Did you say your books are at Black Rose? I, I didn't think you said that. I, I did say that. Okay, yeah. All your books are there. Mm-hmm. Lanterns. Oh, yeah. Got, got some cool lanterns. And we're restocking all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we, tr- we, try to re- we try to restock once a week. I think if you have anything, you're closer, so you, you might pop I'm in there like a twice a week. Yeah. yeah, I'm usually in there like Sundays for sure. Because and- one thing I dislike when I go to antique stores is when they become antique museums and they never change. So we like to update and change things around and, and add things. Every oh, no, yeah. So that's uh, we try to do it. So if, if you're in the area, pop in Black Rose Antiques Hanover, American Daydream Antiques in New York, Etsy shop. Our shop name is Lost Grave. But if you type in Strange Familiars, you should see our stuff come up. Very important. I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show. 
Strange Familiar's bandanas. They're almost sold out. We got them in last week. They're almost gone already. I'm glad you gave me one then. <laughs> I think there are eight left right now. Wow. So run, don't walk to our Etsy shop and get your Strange Familiar's bandana. By the way, when those bandanas sell out, I'll just I'll make another design. This might be it for this design, or at least a while. Maybe I'll reprint it down the road or something. But uh, this is the witch's eye design that we have now. So after that sells out, I'll probably make another bandana. But if you want to collect them all, go ahead and get to the Etsy shop quickly. Because like I said, as we're recording this, there's eight left. Strange Familiar's t-shirts, stickers. My books are at Etsy, of course. And paracord rosaries. I just made some. If they're not up by the time this comes out, I'll, they'll be up soon because I just, I just made a handful. I just need to take photos and get the listings up. And I know I promised this last week, but I will get them up there. Remark books with uh, original sketches in them, kind of making them one of a kind. I'll put an original remark in uh, some of my books and we'll do remark books. They'll be up there too. Shop name again is Lost Grave. If you type in Strange Familiars, our stuff will come up. I think that's it. Chad, thank you for sitting in for Allison this week. Oh, it's always a pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon with more Strange Familiars. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. Intro and background music is by Stone Breath. If you want to hear more or purchase music, you can go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com. We also have the new Stone Breath album, Grays and Orphans, there, which has the theme to Strange Familiars, the full theme. You get the full, you only hear a snippet of it at the beginning, even when I play the longer version mm-hmm. sometimes. It's just part of it. You get the full Strange Familiars theme, which is called Gray One, along with two other instrumentals in the same vein, Gray Two and Gray Three. Mm-hmm some unreleased tracks from Stone Breath and other projects I've done. That's Grays and Orphans. Entity Drift is available again as a CD. That's all the ambient music I made for Strange Familiars. So you can pick those up at the Stone Breath Bandcamp page. You can also find some of my books there as well, Elzik's Farewell, the new art book, etc. Stonebreath.bandcamp.com. Strange Familiars is on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars. You can join the Strange Familiars gathering group there. We're on Instagram, at Strange Familiars. Give us a follow. Like every single one of our posts. (laughs) And we're on the web at strangefamiliars.com.
at the break of day Said there's a dead man in my bed I wish he was away Oh, I wish he was away Some took it by the lily white hand And others by the feet They threw him in an old duck well It was so cold and inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.